guys, I'm Bethany. And I'm Dalton. And this is Looking for the Middle. Yeah, it is. We should just go ahead and, you know, people talk about talk about the elephant in the room. We're going to talk about the pressure washer outside the building. So if you hear a humming going on, it might be Dalton, but most likely it is the pressure washing that is going on outside. And there's Under not much pressure. we can do about it. Why did that? that Why? That doesn't even. song just gets stuck in my head. <laughs> you have the most, most random songs. I've had the, the J.J. Say, Wentworth you want to share with the people what I've had to stuck in my head for the past, good grief. It's been like two or three weeks at this well, point. Well, that's because I have a structured settlement and I need cash now. Not a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> I have like trademarked. They're going to get, we're going to get like dinged. I for, said like, not a sponsor. You can do that. Trademark content. Oh my goodness. Okay. Welcome everyone. Great start. To another week of Looking for the Middle. We're glad you're here. We are glad to be here. You can tell we're Office fans because we just like cold openings now. We do. We're just not, we're embracing it. Ever since you said that two weeks ago, last week, whenever, whatever episode that was, I was like, yeah, we're going to run with the cold opens and we're just going to drop in as if you have been sitting here with us because we've been here for an hour and a half. I don't tell the people that. Oh. Because <laughs> I know that to, I was ranting. Trying to like get to, an, there were donuts. So. There were. I think you were trying to bribe me to listen to your rants. Hey, you ranted some too. I ate more donuts than you did too. That's because I'm saving them for uh, the break. Oh, there you go. Okay. So, welcome. I'm going to just continue with the from cold open to cold transition, and I have a question of the day. Are Wait, you ready for we it? We didn't do housekeeping. Oh, yeah. We got Social media. Follow us on Instagram. Do LFTM it. underscore podcast. Uh, Facebook. If you're one of our female listeners, we have a Facebook group for you that is for hanging out, getting to know the other ladies of the Looking for the Middle community. Join it. I love hanging out with you guys there. I have several friends in my life now who we hung out, we talked, now we like chat on the phone, and I absolutely love it. I thought you were going to stop with, I have several friends now. I that oh, would I'm that so proud would of you. also be true. I just didn't want everyone to know that. So thank you for just putting that out there. I mean, I didn't say I had several friends. We know that's not the case. <laughs> no, just kidding. I have friends that listen to this. I love you. It's really fun. Come hang out with us, LFTM community on Facebook. It's a private group, so you have to like request to join. Um, but I try to add people as often as I see them. Speaking so. of friends, hi Bradley. <laughs> Does he feel special now? He does. That's so good. Okay. So there's that. Also, okay. This is coming out this week. This episode that we were recording is going to come out in You got the backstage pass there. So on Friday, this Friday, if you are in the Atlanta area, we are doing a meetup. I said Friday. It's Saturday. Ignore me, people. Come on. On Saturday at 3 p.m., main event entertainment in Alpharetta. If you're local and want to come hang out, we are going to be there. Well, I'm going to be there. It's the girls, the ladies. Dalton will not be there, but we're going to hang out. I'm antisocial. Have a really good time, and you should come. You don't have to, like, let us know. You don't have to whatever. Just come hang out. We're going to bowl. We're going to play games. We're going to sit and chat, whatever we want to do. So, 3 p.m., main event Alpharetta, March 26th. Be there. 5th. Or 25th. Why is math so hard for me? <laughs> okay. This is going to be an interesting episode. <laughs> yes. Which I'm not allowed to talk at all because certain people related to you say that I talk too much. Hashtag hurt. <laughs> you are not even I'm remotely wounded. upset. I'm wounded. Certain person. You know who you are. It wasn't that you talk too much. It was that I wasn't talking enough. No, I'm just going to go home and cry. I just go and agree with everything you say. And I was like... That's dangerous. Yeah, I kind of have been doing that because I haven't... I've had a lot going on in life. And uh-huh. I just have not put as much like thought out points and outlines to things. And then you say stuff really well. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. I agree. <laughs> See, I get paid to talk half the time. So That's true. I'm good at going on and on. But I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to go, uh-huh. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't think you could. No, I can't. If you wanted to, which you don't even want to. But first qu- thing, question of the day. Are you ready for this one? Never. If you won the lottery and you had to spend the money on yourself, mm. how would you spend it? Well, hold on a minute. That's such a... Millions how, and millions and how much millions, millions and millions and millions. $100 million. Dollars. $100 million. Yeah. So you'd get like 50 after taxes. And if you went with a structured settlement, it would probably be 25000 a year for the rest of your life. But I need cash now. 
then you don't want a structured settlement. Well, I have one. You want the lump and, and sum. And I need it now. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, well, I've already planned all this out. Obviously, you're going to tithe to your church. I mean. Okay, after all let's that just stuff throw is that done out there. you have all this money, you have to spend it on yourself. What are you doing with it? tithe. Anyway, uh, well, I am buying a really nice truck. Okay. Really nice truck. That's I'm in between really nice truck. a Ford Raptor or a really, 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 really nice and souped up Chevy. Okay. Or just throwing this out there, not trying to tell you how to spend your lottery. Get both of them. I don't want both of them. Why? I'm not selfish. You just, you have to spend all this money on yourself. Wait, so Please I can't say more give it because to I'm going to look like an awful person here in a second. I can't give it to No, you have to spend it on yourself. That's the whole thing. But that's... Dream <laughs> a little. Come on. That is a dream. Paying off my family's debts and whatnot. That's a dream of mine. Okay. Uh, I would buy a nice truck. Uh-huh. I would buy a house. Okay. I would buy a souped up bass boat. Yeah. And probably half a Bass Pro at that point. Because, you know, you need fishing equipment uh-huh. and whatnot. Uh, but it would be a lake house, so that would cover a couple million dollars right yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, and not one on a stinky lake either. Okay. One where I can lake. actually go and do some good bass fishing. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, we're at a several million right there. Yeah. Um, that's, I, I don't know. That's, that's fine. That's kind of... Be, oh, no. But like the house would have a super duper man cave. Uh-huh. With like theater seating in you there. You should have like a float up man cave. Like you just pull the boat right in and then you just... It's like covered the docking and you just get out whose dream is this i'm trying to help you uh and then i would save <laughs> the rest of it forget it you're just bad at this question i <laughs> you have lost you want to know you have lost your question answering privileges do you want to know what i would really say to that yeah i would go pay off my entire family's debt because yeah. that's all i want to do with them and then i'm going to buy my dad a 70s camaro that's fully stocked up because that is his dream car Okay. He, he, my dad used to have a 69 Fastback Mustang. Uh-huh. And he I don't gave even know what it that away. Is. It's, it is the Mustang okay. of all Mustangs. Like, he when you think classic. He gave it away? Yeah, he gave it to, because uh, we were moving up here. He was taking uh-huh. his first pastor job. He couldn't, He there was so much work that had to go into it. He couldn't do it. Oh, man. And, uh, so he his, regretted it for the rest of his life? No, because a friend of his that he gave it to owned a garage and was able to soup it up and make it usable. Ah. So he, he was happy it went to good use, but... Uh, my dad has always wanted Camaro, so I'm going to buy him Camaro instantly. And I'm telling my mom, you can retire and not deal with the stress of working in a public school ever again. Fine. Okay, so what we've just learned is Dalton's a better person than Bethany. Because... No comment. <laughs> I, on the other hand, if I won the lottery and am following the rules of the question, you, I have to spend it on myself. You would probably just buy a movie theater and spend all of your time there. Well... There would be a movie theater involved. Bethany is going to buy her own island in the Caribbean somewhere. Private island. Beautiful house that you never have to leave from. And I would also need a small private jet to get from there back to the mainland. Um, But that's what Bethany is doing. Private island. Spend all of my time in the sun. There would be a giant home theater. Don't worry. And I'd have all this money from the lottery so I could get new releases sent directly to me. Uh, I'm adding something. And you'd be like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. I am buying thousands of acres. Uh-huh. Of hunting land? Of hunting land. In Montana? No, in Wisconsin. Okay, fine. Oh, man. They, they Wait, produce Wisconsin? some huge deer. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. Interesting. But that's not. That's really not even going to be that much either. now but. you're dreaming. Now you get it. So that's that all of my stupid. friends could come up and hunt with me. That's <laughs> not the stupidest thing I've ever heard. All my friends are going to come hang out at the beach with me. Because I have a few of them now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> okay. Or maybe you don't and she just thinks you're friends. Oh, no. That's so sad. I'm trying to go with our cold transitions. What are we talking about today? Okay, so today we're going to talk about prayer. And sunburn. Oh, you want to talk about sunburn? Yes, Y'all people. Y'all Dalton wants to tell you about I sunburn. I have go learned ahead. a life lesson. And use sunscreen. The use, rest of us learned that in third grade. Use sunscreen. I didn't learn it in third <laughs> grade, apparently, because my face is redder than a tomato. Oh, my goodness. The number of people that made fun of me at church on Sunday. <laughs> it was terrible. Most I had a couple people come up to me and go to the lobster conventions down the street. Oh. Oh, why didn't I think of that? I'm like, I need more aloe for that burn. <laughs> so, yes, use sunscreen. 
Anywho, another cold transition. Yeah. We're doing great today. We're, we're, we're going to talk about prayer. So, Do it. as you've seen the title, uh, to pray or not to pray. And there are a couple is of the like, question. elements to this. One is praying for a future spouse. Mm-hmm. And then the other is praying with a potential future spouse slash significant other. What is appropriate? What isn't? What's a good idea? What's not? I know there are differing, like thoughts on this out there of like when it's a good idea to spend a lot of time in prayer with someone but then also there's like we pray for a future spouse but I think there's some elements of one what are you praying for are you praying that you know he has blonde hair and blue eyes and likes the same sports that you do and wants to do this or are you praying for his heart are you praying for the Lord to like be sanctifying him and I mean you know for all you know he doesn't know the Lord yet. If you haven't met this person, like, are you praying for the things that are eternal, are the things that matter and that sort of thing? Or are you just hoping he is tall, dark, and handsome, as they say? Um, so that, but then I would also say a big part of praying for your future spouse is praying for your future marriage. And are you spending a close to proportionate amount of time praying that the Lord will be working in your own heart and preparing you to be what that person needs too. Mm. So those are my opening thoughts. I will now allow you to speak. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> I knew that's what you're going to say. Uh, no, it. I think there's a lot of different nuances to this conversation. Because yeah. even when you say praying for, I'm thinking there. There's a lot of fours out there. Uh-huh. When you say praying for, you mean someone that. You don't know yet, or maybe you know, and you don't know it's going to be a thing. Oh, and so, so you're, you're hoping. You could really be hoping for be that, Timmy. or maybe you're just praying for whatever it is in the future, or you're already with someone and you're just praying specifically mm. for them. There's a lot of There's fours lot of, out there. That is true. So this, we could go a whole lot of directions. Well, good thing. It's our show, and we can go a How whole lot of directions. How about them? They're those them apples. <laughs> I drive people insane when I do that. <laughs> I hate when people say, how about those apples? So I make it dumb. Like me. Anywho, oh I think the best place to start would be just the very beginning for. Okay. Of you're not in a relationship. Uh-huh. Should you, I'm going to ask the should you first. Yeah. Pray for a future spouse. What are your thoughts? I say just yes. The should you. Yes. I think you should. Okay. Um, I do. I have. Uh, just that kind of in a... Lord, you know who he is. You know what's going on in his life. Like that, like draw him to yourself. Maybe he'd be being sanctified, his heart be guarded, you know, those things. And then just, I think, I don't know. I feel like when there's not a specific person, for me, it is more of praying for a future marriage in the sense of prepare me to be whatever, whatever that person mm. needs, whatever my life needs to look like. In, in general of just being sanctified, but also in, you know, there, I feel like there's things, I feel like the Lord is sovereign in that there's things we walk through now that are preparing us for that mm-hmm. situations and things that you look back on and go, Oh, that's why I went through that is so that in this situation, I have empathy in this situation. I understand. And so it's, I think when there's no one on the horizon, that is where my prayers tend to go more of prepare me to be what I need to be. But yeah, and I think we'll get a whole lot more into that later on. Yes. Um, so the should you, yes, in your case. I would also say yes, though yeah. I'm a little bit more cautious with this, and we'll get into why as okay. we go through each instance. But I say yes, you should pray for someone. Yeah. Now it's the how that gets a whole lot more interesting. So we both agree, yes, you should. Yes. It is perfectly fine to do so. Mm-hmm. In the instance of single, known on the horizon, what then should you be praying? I think is the the right question. So I want yeah. to toss that out there, let you hit it where you will. Like, like in, in the specifics, what should you be praying what for that person? What does it look person? like to be praying for a future spouse? I think it's praying for... Again, this is the situation is yeah. there's no one. Yeah. At the moment. It's it's interesting because there's not a person. Mm-hmm. Um and so I think 
I don't know. It's it's hard for me, and I'm not saying this is right or wrong. It's hard for me to to pray for a specific person that I have no idea who it is. Mm-hmm. That's just difficult. I don't know. It's just difficult for me to like think through. Like, what do you pray for that person other than Lord be working in his life? <laughs> so, I think there's a reason, but I'll answer that in a second. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm kind of. I don't know. I have the same issue. Yeah. Where, you know, I want to be married. I want to find someone. Right. I want to date them. Enjoy the dating process. Get married. Happily <laughs> ever after. Process, blah, 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 blah. Move out of it as quickly so as possible. I want to be married. Yeah. And I want to pray for said person who I don't know who it is. Yeah. I might actually know who it is. I just don't know right now. You don't know that that's yes. who that is. But the reason why it's so hard to pray for it, I think, is because it's a dangerous game to play. Yeah. Let me lay out my thoughts and you can rebut if you want. Okay. Um, When we do that, a lot of times we're trying to use prayer to get what we want out of God. Yes. So I'm praying for this gorgeous woman of God. That knows the ESV Bible so well, particularly the ESV, because I love the ESV. (laughs) Knows the ESV super well. Yeah. Carries herself well with other people and is also strong and courageous and willing to say hard things to me. So that's all wonderful. Mm -hmm. And I start to pray for that. And I start, because I'm a visual person, which is why um, when I read books or sing songs or I'm visualizing everything in my head. So when I start to pray for that, mm. I start to create this ideal person. person. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So in turn, what I'm really doing is trying to see if I can get my wish list out of God by praying for it and saying, Lord, if you would just send this person. And these are all would, things that you say are good, yeah, by the way. Yeah. yeah. If you would just prepare <laughs> this person for me. We are really good at the part, would you just prepare this mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. instead of would you prepare me for this? Yes. And that's what, so I, in my head when I was trying, I was stumbling through like why that's difficult. It can become a list of demands without you realizing it. And that's what I was trying to formulate in my head of, it's like, hey, you know, I'm going to take this humble approach, but hey, God, here's what I really want. And in our sinful, fallen hearts, that very quickly becomes not this thing that I want that is godly, but this thing that is owed to me, especially if you've had to wait through a season of singleness very long. It's easy to then say, yeah, I waited this long. You owe me. (laughs) No, he doesn't. (laughs) No, exactly. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying it turns into that very easily. And so it also is this element of like, if the person you God has for you isn't as perfect in all those things you've prayed for as you hoped they were, it's easy to then start off frustrated with them mm-hmm. when that is not on them in the slightest. So I think that's part like when I say there's no one on the horizon, I tend more towards Lord prepare my heart because that is something that right here, right now, I know what the glaring holes in my heart are and I can do something with the Lord's help to change those things. So I think that's a better place to stay. Yes. When there's not anyone is that fair oh i that's where i was headed yeah okay (laughs) i mean and i'm glad you went there because we are creatures of praying for what we want yeah and not what we need and what we need the most is not this other person but more of christ yes and we need to be made more like him Uh we're okay i say we i will just say i'm bad at that Mm-hmm. Because I want to pray for my wants and my list yeah. of demands and the things that I think I am owed. Even though I wouldn't say, God, you owe me, I'm oh, thinking it in my think. heart. Yeah. And he knows the contents <laughs> of my heart, which is really annoying. Because I She's don't really want, annoying. Yes. I don't want people to know the contents of my heart. God's like, I'm laying your heart bare right now. That's mm-hmm. why the Sermon on the Mount hurts me so much. Anyway. Yeah. I, I have this list of criteria and demands instead of just going, all right, I know what your scripture commands me to look for. That will be my standards. 
What have you commanded me to be? This mm-hmm. is especially prevalent on the guy's side. Yeah. Because we have, the, and I have said this multiple times on the show, you've got the Proverbs 31 woman. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm everyone's... About to go to Proverbs 31 yeah, in a second. <laughs> everyone is laying out on the guy's side. I just want a Proverbs 31 woman. And I'm praying for mm-hmm. a Proverbs 31 woman. And you say it so many times, I want to literally projectile vomit in your face. <laughs> Because are you that Proverbs 1 through 30 man? Yeah. There is a whole lot of time devoted. And like Proverbs is wisdom for men and women. Oh, absolutely. But there's a whole lot of time invested from a father to a son on this is what you must be. And this is what you should look out for. Mm -hmm. Guys, we're really bad at doing the hard heart work of going Proverbs 1 to the end of 30, beginning of 31, and saying, I have to be this yeah. for her. Mm-hmm. We're not good at praying that sells for ours. Yeah, and on the, the flip side, going to Proverbs 31 for the ladies, <clears throat> Proverbs 31, 12 is the verse that talks about she does her husband good and not evil all the days of her life. Mm-hmm. And so that in talking about like, what do you pray for yourself for marriage but you're not there and there's no one. Well, that person is out there. You don't know who they are. God knows who they are. Like you may know who they are, like you said, but not in that context. But my prayer is Lord, please help my heart and my actions to be ones that whoever he is, they're honoring to him now. Like I don't want to get to that place of marriage and then wish I had, done things. I mean, we're all going to have regrets. We're all going to have things we wish we did differently. But can I say that I've honored whoever my husband is all the days of my life? That is something that I think we can focus on now is living in such a way, relating to guys in your life now in such a way that it is honoring to whoever your husband is in the future. And then whoever, you know, whoever their wife is in the future, because if you don't end up together, it's going to be somebody else. Um, that's something you can do something about now. I had a thought. Do you want to keep it? You might need it later in life. Um, no, or do you want I don't, to share it now? I don't have a lot of thoughts, <laughs> okay. so might as well throw them out there Go and see what it. happens. Uh, I could be over-spiritualizing this, okay. and I will take the backlash. Okay. I know you're a little nervous over there. I, I'm more we, intrigued than anything. We, if we are in Christ, are called slaves. Yes. Which is a very humbling thing. Mm-hmm. We are to live and respond in humility because we couldn't save ourselves. Christ saved us. Very humbling thing. Yeah. When you look at husbands and wives, mm-hmm. they're called to submit to one another. Right. An incredibly humbling act. When we sit here and we pray for our list of demands mm-hmm. of what we want from God, we are acting like proud rulers saying this is what must be brought to me rather than sitting as humble servants saying this is what I must be. Yeah. Uh We have completely flipped the script. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with where you're going. I think there is an element of we're also told to bring our wants and supplications to the Lord. So it's... Go go ahead. There's a... So I'm saying... You, it's not, oh, well, just don't tell the Lord what you want. No. And I know that's not what you're saying. I'm just thinking through what you did say. That's not what you're getting at, but it's the heart attitude behind it. Mm-hmm. So it's not, well, my heart is sinful and this is how it always goes. So, well, I'm just not going to pray for stuff anymore. That's not the answer to mm-hmm. the the issue you were bringing up. I agree with where you're going, but I think it's a, you, you got to change your heart and continue praying to the Lord. That, nah, that it, it is a heart change because yeah. you do, you are called to cast all of your cares uh-huh. upon the Lord, but you're not called to then manifest them. True. Cast your cares upon the Lord and, and leave, leave them. them there. Yeah. Leave them there. Uh-huh. So when we're talking about this, yes, absolutely be praying for the the significant other future significant other that the lord would be at work in their heart uh-huh. but you should spend a whole lot more time praying that the lord would be preparing you is yes. what i'm saying i and I, yes i agree with that absolutely okay so then let's are we good there with that first scenario? Move along. moving on then to 
okay, you're not dating someone yet, but now there's a person that you really want to be that person. What does that look like? Other than please, please, please let it be that person. (laughs) That, it again gets sticky. Okay, see here, I, I, even in that, I, I think if you start praying for this person because you want them to be the person and you're, you're not dating them. They haven't expressed interest, but you really want it to be them. You are getting your heart way too invested in something that is not real. And you are setting yourself up for heartbreak. I think again, the prayer is Lord protect my heart. Help me be in a place that I should help me to not get ahead of myself. If that is something you want, bring it about, but help me to continue to focus on you. That's what I think. See, and that's the the questions that are out there right now is to pray or not to pray. Uh-huh. Um, this is closer for me in this mm-hmm. scenario a not to pray. At, not at all. Okay. Not at all. Okay. That's why I say About closer this? to yeah, because uh, this is our spectrum. Uh-huh. <laughs> to pray, not to pray. I, spectrum, yes. And it's somewhere, you, we got to look for the middle. Dunham. <clears throat> I hadn't set that up in a while. <laughs> Sorry, people. Um there is so much danger in uh-huh. exactly what you just said. Uh-huh. I start praying for this person. Well, Lord, I'm, I'm so interested in them. And it looks like they're they're showing interest in me. And so would you prepare us for whatever is going to happen? Because like, what, what you're saying right there the is... The issue is you just said us. Uh-huh. That that right there... Uh-huh. But you're, you're trying to, to, you're trying to mask it and it. veil it in a way where it says, I, you whatever do whatever you, you want, want Lord. but prepare us... For this thing that I'm already envisioning, but you do what you want to do. Whatever you say, yeah, no. It's so dangerous, mm-hmm. and so what you, what I think you can do in that scenario is exactly what you just said. You're creating a relationship in your mind because you're giving. And let's be honest, prayer for someone else is an intimate thing. It absolutely is. So when you are walking through prayer for someone else in in a relationship focus you're creating a relationship in your mind mm-hmm. and you're becoming attached and all of a sudden you're mentally married and have four children i was gonna say this this type of thing is exactly how we end up in scenarios where a guy goes on a first date with a girl and says the lord told me to marry you uh-huh. that's exactly where this starts and we laugh because it's so absurd and sure maybe it's taking it to the nth degree but that is how that starts this is how we end up with girls who go on that first date and are absolutely heartbroken if this guy doesn't want to go to coffee again it was a date because in their mind they've been pining after him forever and they've been praying and praying and praying so finally this one coffee date that he's like yeah let's go get coffee and talk in her mind is the culmination of everything she has been praying for for six months Mm -hmm. a year maybe longer and is completely heartbroken that it doesn't work out when he's like I just wanted to get coffee and see if maybe there's something there. The, the That's how you get to those places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's such a dangerous game. Yeah, it is. And so many feelings get hurt because one is so far down the line because of the way that they've been praying. Instead of just, Lord, I thank you uh-huh. for the possible interest that is here in the way that I've been able to get to know X person, uh-huh. would you align my heart and my will with yours so that whatever happens comes about for the glory of your name? Uh-huh. But also at the same time asking, would you protect me from getting too involved and too invested mm-hmm. so that I can seek more of you and less of this world? Because what you're doing when you start praying more for this person than for your own heart, and this is going to be hurtful, is creating an idol. Yep. You're it's idolizing true. this person, and then when it doesn't work out, and the Lord, because he's a jealous God and doesn't like when other people have idols, takes it away from you, yeah. you get mad. Yep, and we're going to talk more about that next week, too. We're going to look through this idea of my life would just be complete when, and fill in the blank. Mm. And I think a lot of those fill in the blanks are going to come down to idols that we build up that the Lord has to remove and say, I'm the only one that completes your life. I'm mm-hmm. the only one that fulfills those desires and like you said he is a jealous god he is going to do what it takes to purify your heart and your desire for him because regardless of how important you think that thing or that person is it doesn't compare to knowing him more Mm -hmm. and that is our ultimate good which is what all of life is about is being sanctified for our good and his glory 
So, yeah. Good teaser. <laughs> really set that there one up go. there. Come <laughs> back for come more back next, next week. week. <laughs> Anywho, back to the task at hand. It, it's, it's such a touchy conversation. Yeah. It really is because yeah. we're, we're trying to figure it out and going along the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we remind you of this constantly. We're walking with you in this season. We're yeah. not ahead of you trying Absolutely to lead you. We are. We're, we're in the same season you are trying to figure out this nonsense. Well, and that's where most of our episode topics come from uh-huh. and like one of us will be like hey so the other day i was talking to this person or this happened or i went on this date or you talked to that whatever and i've realized this about myself or they helped me see that like we're like you know we should write <laughs> that would this be a down great topic. <laughs> so this, all of these things give you insight into where Bethany and Dalton probably actually are. All right, right now. so uh, bringing it back in. <laughs> yes, let's bring it back in. in. So we were on the praying for a future, even though there's not one currently. It's okay to pray for those things as yes. long as you're trying to align your heart with the desires of God in His Word and praying more for your personal sanctification yes. and less for trying to give a list of demands. Mm-hmm. Even in the situation where there's the potential of someone, you have to be really careful and cautious with how you do it. Obviously, we are still bringing all of our cares before the Lord, mm-hmm. but doing so in a way where you see that you are desiring more of Jesus rather than making an idol of this person. Yeah. That's kind of a, a quick, brief synopsis yes. of where we've been. Now you're caught up. Now we're moving more in the direction of Suddenly, Uh there's someone. Yes, you are dating someone. It looks like you're. I feel like. I feel like when you're in that early dating stage, all you're going to be, or at least this is my two cents. You tell me what you think after this. All you really need to be praying for in that is, Lord, give me clarity if we should pursue this further. Lord, give me clarity if we should continue with this. Lord, help me to have wisdom and to know whether or not the two of us continuing to pursue a relationship is going to be honoring to you. See, I don't even call the first few dates dating. I, I call I just call that the get to know you stage. That that's me. Okay, fair. That's just that, where yeah, I land on that. Okay. And there's so many different ways of approaching well, whatever that. Whatever you want to you have But when from I say talking dating talking to right up until that DTR uh-huh. and okay, now we're in a relationship. Whatever you want to talking, dating, getting to know you, whatever you want to call those things. I feel like that's the extent that that needs to take. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's much more to add to that. Yeah. So we're post-DTR at this point. Yeah, so Post-DTR, what do you do? in a relationship, you have said, we want to pursue marriage to whatever point the Lord shows us that's not a good idea, or we will end up married. Praying for that person. To pray or not to pray? Oh, yes. I think you pray. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. You just still have to be careful. Mm-hmm. Why? But, Go ahead and lay that out. I think that, like you you said it earlier, praying for another person specifically is a very intimate thing. Mm-hmm. And you have to balance the commitment level of your relationship with the intimacy of your relationship. At every point up until marriage, those are the two things you're balancing. And, and we'll, just so you're aware, we will do the with, not just the for later on. So praying yes. with, but yes, we're we'll on the for. we'll get to that. We're talking about independent prayer lives at the yes. moment. Um and going back to like you're not you can't build something up that's not there, um, because you are in a relationship you are not married. So if this, if a lot of prayer about this person for this person for the relationship is building a marriage in your mind, you aren't at marriage level commitment, Mm-mm. and so you don't need marriage level intimacy in that. And so I think the key, and this will look somewhat different for everyone almost in the sense of. Your balance, you have to keep the commitment level and the intimacy level the same. One can't outpace the other. Yeah. Especially intimacy outpacing commitment. If commitment outpaces intimacy, you can catch up just fine. <laughs> uh, this is so touchy. It's, it's, <laughs> Are you like cringing over there? I'm, I'm a little bit because <laughs> I, I don't want to say something that's going to cause someone to reevaluate their entire life because... Let yeah. me just say, in all of this, we believe in the power of prayer. Yes. Well, I mean, sometimes I look at my life and go, man, you need to believe a whole <laughs> lot more about the power of prayer. But we do believe in the power of prayer, that the Lord he chooses to work through our prayers. But one thing that we have to really hammer home, and I talked about this one time in a sermon, is that the purpose of prayer is not to tell God something He doesn't already know. Mm. The purpose of prayer is to align our hearts with His. Yeah. 
to cast our cares upon his shoulders, to put him at the foot of his cross and then say, Lord, you do with it what you will. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to trust you and align my heart with yours. So the approach to prayer is really important. Yeah. Especially in this conversation. Yeah. Because we believe that the Lord chooses to work through the prayers of his people. Mm -hmm. And that is a beautiful, wonderful thing. Like I have a cousin that recently came to Christ and for the first time in his life, he has felt like he's actually been able to pray to God and that the Lord would hear his prayers. And it's incredible to see the joy on his face. And we should have that type of joy. We just don't need to treat prayer as if it was our Christmas wish list. Yeah, I think it's a matter of how, like, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a person you're dating, or whether it's anything in life, our prayers reflect how we view the God that we're praying to. In the contents of our heart. Yes. In the sense of, if you feel like in your prayers you have to give God a list of all the things you want, and I say you because I'm talking to you, but trust me, I'm talking to me. You, me, we. Yes, all of the above. If that's what the content of your prayers needs to be in your mind, then I would challenge all of us that we don't have a very high view of God. Mm, ouch. Because we're telling him the things that we don't think he knows. That's where Vody Bachman would say, can't say amen, you might as well say ouch. <laughs> yeah. And so when we're talking, this overarching conversation of praying for a future spouse, that prayer should look like, to really boil it down, in every sense, not my will but thine. Mm. Whatever that looks like. It's more It's more saying, I know, Lord, you don't need a list of all the things I want. You don't need a list of all the things I want in a future spouse that is not on the horizon. You don't need a list of all the things I think you need to fix in this person who is right here. You are in control of all of it. And my prayer is that whatever comes from it, I would still say God is good. I would say that I am praising him. Because I serve a big God, not one who needs me to tell him all the things I want him to do. Because I can't really add anything to what you said. That was really good. <laughs> if you pray like that when you're in a relationship, if that relationship ends, mm-hmm. yeah, you're going to be hurt because you like the other person. Sure. But you're going to be in a position where you're drawing ever nearer to the Lord. And that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And if the relationship works out... Man, you have set yourself up for having a <laughs> attitude and a posture of prayer in a beautiful marriage relationship. It yeah. is just a good thing. So I don't have anything to add to what <laughs> you just said, except for yes and amen. Okay, great. So then, do we want to shift to the with now, or are we? do we have more to talk about on the praying for? What do you think? I'm kind of done. But I think to summarize the four, yeah. it's okay to pray for. Uh, just guard your heart safely mm-hmm. of what you're praying for. Yes. If it's more of them and less of you, you are out of whack and out of balance and you need to reevaluate how you're Get doing that. Get back in whack. But believe in the power of prayer and then just listen to like the last five minutes of everything Bethany said <laughs> and apply it. Directly apply it. Okay. So the with. Now yes. we're in the with category. I think this completely, when you're in the with category, you're deleting mm-hmm. um, anything pre-relationship and detail. I agree. I think it for me, it is a blanket statement prior to that other than a, oh, hey, I have this going on or this family member is sick or whatever. Would you pray for them on your own separately? Fine. You can do that. Yeah. Like, okay. or even with each, you're at a date, you want to pray for dinner? Fine. There you go. I just want to make sure we're, I don't want people to think we're saying never. Yeah. Except for those, like, praying over dinner, praying yeah. because you're eating something. That's all good. We're, we're happy, Other than healthy. That separate prayer lives. It's very separate prayer very, lives. Yes, I agree. Um, not pray, pray for my heart because I've really been struggling with this. No, like, please don't no, do that. No, 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 no. We, no. We can talk about accountability and what that looks like another day. Different, different. But it is not this. Um, So we have DTR'd. Uh Uh-huh. You are in a relationship. Yeah. Facebook official. Whatever (laughs) you want to call it, you're there. Is there a TikTok official? I don't know what TikTok is. I don't know what the kids do Um, these days. The Tiki Talkie. But you are in an established relationship. Yeah. 
you are it's like you're not tiptoeing around the fact that you are pursuing marriage or at least pursuing what that looks like what do you so this is one. where <laughs> it gets even hairier <laughs> honestly say, this is the, the other part of this is like yeah it's kind of a touchy subject but i know what i think and i can tell you this well this varies it doesn't vary but it's it looks different with different relationships to me or it has so I would say the you are in an absolutely yes scenario for praying with the other person of the simple things of when you're sharing a meal together uh-huh. or if there is that you know because I was dating someone one time oh I had a family member tra- tragically pass away well I'm praying for you but yeah. I would do that for anybody right right so that like with those type things we're saying yes absolutely yeah but this is where I might be a little bit different from some people. I, because of my personal experiences, would say, don't pray with them. And that might make some people angry. Yeah. I think. Where, I, where are you at before we go? Into I that? think. And I, I don't have a definitive checklist line type thing. But if you're at a place of either you're engaged or a proposal is imminent, like you know where this is going kind mm-hmm. of thing. I think pr- starting to pray together is fine, but that is more of a prayer of Lord. We know where this relationship is heading. Like begin to prepare us as we move towards that. But even then I'm sitting here going, but you can pray that. I d- hmm. I'm talking myself out of it. I don't know. I the It's reason, a very intimate thing. That's why I and say it, no. Because I think it puts you in a very open, vulnerable position that can lead to other places. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to be diplomatic here in that the likelihood of you sitting around in public in deep prayer with this person is very, like, that's not where you're at. Mm -hmm. That's not where you're praying with this person Mm -hmm. for an extended period of time. You're going to be alone. You're going to be sitting on the couch by yourselves, opening up your heart and putting yourself in a very vulnerable position. And to use your phrase that you've used several times today, that is a very dangerous game. It, it It's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Genuinely. Because yes, you, I agree. You are cultivating a deep level of intimacy with someone, whether you realize it or not, exactly to the extent you can start to rationalize in your own mind that we are going to be together forever. We might as well be married at this point, and you know where other things like that lead. Exactly. So I, I, that's yeah. I am in good in the four category. You're dating. You're mm-hmm. in a great relationship. Pray for the other person. Yeah. And. And maybe you can share with the other person like exciting stuff. I mean, for me, yeah, I'm praying for the salvation of a family member for years, and it happened. And right. I want to tell everyone <laughs> because I'm excited about mm-hmm. it. That's great. Other people need to hear how the Lord works through prayer. That's yeah. wonderful. But I think when you're praying very specifically together, and I'm sitting here literally envisioning a couple <laughs> sitting on a couch holding hands. Uh-huh. <laughs> And trying to bring everything before the Lord in their lives and trying to reorient everything to be together. Uh-huh. I just, you're creating such intimacy where you will begin to rationalize a deeper relationship than what you actually have. And I just, yeah. I caution you against it strongly. And even in the engagement, like you were talking about, or pre engagement, I don't think you should be praying together unless it's like, week of wedding or okay. you're in wedding season and prepping and lord would you yeah because if you're talking about six months before a wedding that's a long time i think it's here here's what i yeah. will say i actually think it's okay if the the day you get engaged yeah after getting engaged just thanking the lord together yeah, sure. for his goodness in that uh-huh. and that he would honor the engagement relationship and guard your hearts because let me tell you the engagement process is incredibly dangerous mm-hmm. and it is a, a breeding ground for all sorts of sins so praying that the lord would guard your hearts during the engagement process mm-hmm. in the lead up to the marriage yeah i just think that you really have to be even more on guard during that season so yeah i'm i'm like specific 
you can do a few of these, but you just need to watch it. Because yeah. I would even be in the category of, and this really might offend some people, you don't need to be studying the Bible together. I agree. Well, hold on. Let me say one thing about the prayer part. kind of Because I'm... Well, yeah, we're not on Bible studies. No, know, I'm just throwing but, that out there. Yeah, I agree with that too. I think it's for the same reason. That's going to, oh, you're opening up your heart. You're going to inevitably be talking about deep-seated struggles and accountability things. And until, like, the other person, when you're at a point of almost engaged or engaged, does a person need to know? There are some struggles that they need to know about. They need to know they exist yes. because you get into dishonesty areas if they don't even know that it's there. And then you're married and like, surprise. But you... I don't know, some things even after you're married, I feel like they need to have other accountability too. Yes. We're getting off. We don't have to, that's a whole other thing. Going back to prayer. Um, I, you know, in my starting out, I was saying, well, yeah, once you're engaged, like praying with them. But the more I think about it, I think what I really mean by that is once you're at that point of close to engagement or being engaged, your prayer life on your own will change in what you're praying for that person. Cause mm-hmm. it's not a, Oh, maybe whatever it's Lord. We're going to be putting our lives together and prepare us for that. It's more specific. Your four changes. Yes. But I think in my head up until now, I've really thought of that being, Oh yeah, you'd pray that with that person. But I think I'm changing my mind. The more we like in talking about it, that's not really what I mean mm-hmm. because you don't want to be spending all of that time with that other person the for and what that looks like, like what you're praying for will drastically change on your own. But yeah. Do you want to know what you're doing when you spend your dating relationship and possible engagement, um, having super spiritual intimacy together? Do you know what you're creating? Spiritual dependence. Mm. That your spiritual life becomes dependent upon your significant other. Same thing with Bible study and and everything. Yeah. And, and what you're, creating is exactly what we've been pushing back against (laughs) of the guy feels like he gets to start leading now Mm -hmm. spiritually speaking and the girl feels like she gets to submit to him now spiritually speaking and you're not married no and honestly from a practical standpoint even the the entire dating process even once you're in a relationship it's an evaluation process it is a a process of discerning is this something that needs to continue and if you're building marriage patterns into that one if it ends you will feel like it was a divorce Mm -hmm. but two been there done that you will especially i think from a girl's standpoint you will stay in something you don't need to a whole lot longer than you should because it feels like more than it is Mm -hmm. so those would be my two cautions against that it's yeah huh (laughs) <laughs> it's such a hard road to walk, though. Like, we're, yeah, we're sitting here literally trying to figure it out as we parse this out. Uh, yeah, I'm literally thinking through, oh, I don't, I'm changing my mind on this. Because there's so many different nuances where you can say, well, what about this? And I would say, well, yeah, that's fine. And what about this? No, that's not fine. It just all we want to say is walk with extreme yeah. fear and trepidation yep. because the intimacy that you can create mm-hmm. can also be incredibly destructive and can create idols and uh, mm-hmm. there's a lot that can go you can wrong end up with a lot of regret from having the best of intentions but now i'm hearing uh everyone who's already out there saying well hold on a minute <laughs> so we're not supposed to pray together and we're not supposed to study the bible well how am i supposed to know if he's a good spiritual leader and how am i supposed to know if she's going to be a, a good helper and this is why the Bethany White catchphrase is so important. You date in community. Yeah. You watch how they interact with their church family. You watch who they're getting connected to and who they're not getting connected to. You watch the ways that they carry themselves, how they talk about the Lord. Yeah. Because you can talk about the Lord all you want, and that's wonderful. And you can even, I'm saying on dates, you can report and say, man, yeah. the Lord has just been really mm-hmm. teaching me this lately. Yeah, and I will say, and I'll speak this from the, the girl side. I will let you speak to the guy side if it's similar or not in every dating relationship i have ever been in i have not i've not done a lot of bible study i've not done um spend a lot of time in prayer those are not things that were part of that but in every single one 
I had no, there was no question of where, like where he was spiritually, what his patterns of spiritual pursuit were. Those things will make themselves clear. And if you're saying, how will I ever know? Because he never talks about it otherwise. That should tell you a lot. Like the Mm -hmm. not talk, like that should be a huge sign to you in that this is not something that just comes up ever. Okay. But he talks about the braves constantly. Well, that's something that's important. And he devotes time to if the word of God and his pursuit of his relationship with the Lord is something that is important and he devotes time to, it's going to come up. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be dependent on you asking a bunch of questions or you saying, Oh, Hey, we really need to do this Bible study together so that I know you study the Bible. Mm -hmm. The lack of conversation about it tells you a lot more than maybe you think it does. You would be surprised at how many cues you can pick up on as you were dating, getting to know someone, dating them, whatever it is, uh, you'd be surprised yeah. if if you're just doing this thing alone. Don't be surprised when you don't pick up on those things. Yep. <laughs> um, and when you become your own Christian community, just the two of you, don't be surprised when it goes horribly, horribly wrong. Yeah. Just saying. Yep. <laughs> uh, yes, I, that is. A good place to, I mean, it's, I don't have anything else. Do you? Is that a good I place to kind of? I just want to say, we love you all. We <laughs> yes. are trying to figure this out as we go through this. It's hard. And I don't think, I mean, you can speak for me. I'll speak for you. It didn't sound preachy. Like, I don't think there was. No, that's because I, I was quieter this time. <laughs> quieter this time is relative because I did still talk a lot. <laughs> no, but I just, I don't think, I don't think it came across that way. But if it did, please know we did not mean it that way. This is coming from a very... Uh, in the trenches with you place of we're figuring this out as we go. And give us feedback yeah. too. I mean, if you have good experiences, then share that. And sure. if you have bad experiences, you can still share that too. Yeah. Because we have too. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. That a lot of it is formed by our experience, which we realize is not necessarily indicative of everyone. But yeah, we're just trying to pursue the Lord, be true to his word and honor him so we will continue to do that we will continue to do that next week yes we will. Um, there will be a couch cast on friday if i remember correctly we're talking about settling versus being too picky noise i think so check back for that and then we'll be back next week with another episode but until then i am bethany and i'm dalton and this is looking for the middle